listeners of the internet and welcome to the first episode of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour since the live show. I've forgotten what episode number this is, that's why I said that rather than welcome to episode 80 something. I want to say 87, maybe 88, I don't know. Anyway, I'm back. I'm raring to go. I'm excited. Other words that mean call blimey, let's get it on, podcast style. And joining me for this first episode, back in the parlour, live in the kitchen avec moi. Listen, there he is. It's my lovely husband, Rich. Hi, Rich. Hello. Did you enjoy your slap? No. Oh. I'm not going to take it back. I can't travel through time, so. Okay. There you go. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Are you going to have some enthusiasm? Because this is stressing Maybe. me out already. I'm, I'm expecting more witty bants than this from you. Witty ban- I never witty bants in the intro because mm. I'm bad at them and I panic. Need more, needs more witty bants. Um, d- uh, That's my review of your podcast today. Oh, thanks. Three stars. Oh. Need more witty bants. Oh, three stars. Three stars. Don't I even get an extra star for being your lovely whiff? You did. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. My mum says I'm cool. Mm. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> anyway. Hello, welcome back to... Your Stop saying a lot of hi to me, you said it like four times. I was hoping that you would start talking about yourself or something, or being like, hey, oh, it's nice to be back, parlour time. Oh, oh, it's great to be back in the parlour, which is my own kitchen. <laughs> which I mean every single day of my Hey, life. Rich, have you missed me? <laughs> uh, yeah, because that ten seconds you went and got the mic was weird. <laughs> oh, it broke your heart, didn't it? I mean... And I've been on this, like, recently. Like, we did an episode of the other one after your live oh, show. Oh, yes, Stace, Bob and the Dweebs. That's the one. Captain N and the Terrible Terrible. I thought it was Captain N. Captain N. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Captain anyway, N. it's a different show. Yeah. Not talking about that Oh, tonight. is that not canonical to this show? No. Oh, man. It doesn't even exist. <laughs> Bully for me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, your computer's telling you something. Oh, my computer's telling me something. Let's press it, see what it says. Press. You all just have to say Do you quit. want to download iTunes? No, I no, don't. quit. I don't want to. Thanks. Update iTunes. Oh. I don't, anyway. want, I don't want to do either of those things, so it's mm. fine. Um, so we decided very shortly before pressing the record button in Audacity that we were going to do like a sort of summer blockbuster review time because I haven't done a proper show since the live show. And Rich and I have been to the cinema quite a lot since then. And also there were quite a few things that I didn't talk about during the live show because they came out very, very close. Well, summer, summer blockbusters now start around April, yeah, which, which is, is weird. not summer. I was going to say it's not summer, but that is when we started having that insane heat wave. So maybe it is now summer. Yeah, May. Because, uh, nope, it was April because I was in London on the weekend of the 21st sweating my bollocks off with Pete's Bellos. That was a hot weekend. It started in May. Oh, when it didn't wet. end for like eight weeks. <laughs> oh man, we loved that, didn't we? No, it was the worst. It was the worst. <sighs> Anywho, movies. So I reckon we should probably start with the movie that we, me and Barry danced around talking about during the live show, which was uh, Avengers Infinity War, unless there's anything you think of that was in April. Because if it had been come out before it, whether you class that as a blockbuster or not, I don't know. Well, I was going to say. But it was also not very good. I liked it. I knew you were going to say it wasn't very good. That's why I was going to avoid talking about it. Because I'm not going to be able to be the guy that like goes to bat for Pacific Rim up- Uprising. Because it isn't a good film, but I enjoyed it. But it's a bad film. It's not a bad film. Its biggest problem, I think... Oh, we're getting into it now. Its biggest problem, I think, is putting... Um, what's his chops? John Boyega in the role of Idris Elba's kid. I've forgotten their character names, as you can clearly tell. Because... There was always going to be that bit where they try and recreate Idris Elba's I'm cancelling the apocalypse speech. The worst bit out of original No, Pacific it's Rim. a really good bit and it's really like uprising and, and rousing and like fucking no, inspiring. it's cheesy and pathetic and annoying. You're cheesy and pathetic and annoying. 
I love you. Anyway, um, and then they tried to do that with John Boyega's character, and it was a massive fucking wafty letdown. So no, the, the biggest letdown in Pacific Rim Uprising was the whole film. Mm-mm. Concentrate on a kid who can build robots with no talent. Like it's impossible she could build her own robots. And then, like, she just has the skills immediately, and then she gets bullied. This is just wank. It's not wank. It's it all right. It's proper shit. It's an enjoyable robot romp. It's not even a robot romp. It is a sort of robot it's romp. It's a robot romp. <laughs> You're a robot. It'd be better if they were controlling massive robots. <laughs> robot who? Uh, Huff. Downey Jr. Who's that? Who's Robert? Robert Huff. Huff. Who's Huff? Who's Robert Huff? What famous player. Player of what? Footing ball. Oh, well, that's what I've never heard of. Even though you watch football quite regularly. Is he in a team of what I watch a lot? Well, he played in the Premier League for about 10 years. How long ago? Well, about three or four years ago. Oh, I don't know of him. But anyway, I enjoyed that film. So no, it wasn't sure. very good. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about Avengers because we rewatched it again the other day, didn't we? Yeah, but also Rampage came out before Avengers. I talked about that a lot, though. Well, fuck my On the live show and other stuff, because I liked it a lot. And the more I think about it, the more I liked it. No, I think if you rewatch it, you'll go, oh, it's just all right. No, it's good. I got a little bit attached to it because you could could sort of, if you squint, look at it in a certain way, you can sort of think that he might be asexual. No, not in the slightest. Yeah. Not even close to that. (laughs) The point was, The Rock never makes a film with a very young female co-star that's a love interest or has sex scenes. He never does. Yeah, but he, he often has lady partners. Not really. It's, it's rare that, like, he'll start hooking up with someone he meets in the film. He normally already has a wife or a girlfriend. Yeah, but that's what I mean. This film was, like, one of very... I can't even think of another All film. of the other Rocks films that aren't um, San Andreas, I think he starts off single and he's single throughout the film. Mm, I don't know if that's true. And I have I a bit seen... of a flirt with a woman. And he flirts with her in this... I haven't seen that many of the rock movies. I'm sad to say. I there you go. More of them. Anyway, let's talk about Avengers. All right. God, what did you think about it, you? Oh, it was good. Me too. Next, next song. Next song. No, go on. Everyone's seen it now, haven't they? Yeah, I would have thought so. And if you haven't, you should. Why? Because it's good. I, I talk about the film. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that. Cause you I'm do that. Because no. you're the guest. <laughs> Richie's giving me a very exasperated face right now. It's quite your insane. podcast. I know, but you're my guest. I have to be a gracious host. But anyway, I loved Avengers. I was a bit, uh, you know this because you're my husband, but I was a bit about it beforehand because I hadn't liked Age of Ultron. And I don't know whether it was because I watched it too many times or because it's aged a bit badly or what, but I'm not that struck on just regular old Avengers That's anymore. the stupidest opinion you have. I have a lot of stupid opinions. Um, I'm full of them, in fact. Uh, so, yeah, I went into this thinking... And, like, <sighs> Marvel movies are quite formulaic at the moment. And so some of them, they're still enjoyable. Like, I, I enjoyed Doctor Strange, but it very much fit the Marvel mould. It was just visually quite exciting. So I was a bit sort of like, this film's probably going to be a bit too long and it's going to be a bit too, you know, same as every other Marvel movie and bleh. But it was, like, totally fucking rad. I think they, um... Don't say rad. I'm always going to say, I'm going to say rad all the time. Totally rad is one of the worst video games of all time. (laughs) But it was totally rad. (laughs) Like, one of my favourite things about it is that I think they did a really good job at pacing it and splitting up the, like, how they divvied up the time between the sort of little groups of people that were doing stuff. As in, you never but they got can bored. do that because it never stops going. Yeah. There's, there's barely any exposition and it's just a film that goes, here's a set piece, here's a set piece, here's a set piece, mm. here's a set piece. Whereas I think if you had bits where it lulled, you'd then have to drag out certain characters too much and it doesn't do that. I mean, apart from Thanos and his little men, no new characters are introduced yeah. at all. And the film isn't like, if you've missed this film, here you go. It's like, tough shit, baby. Yeah. Like, I did not understand that whole uproar afterwards of being like, oh, well, Mar- like, Marvel doesn't care. Blah, blah. Like, this is literally the tenth or whatever in the in a line of movies that are supposed 20th. to... Oh, shit. That are supposed to literally lead up to this point. So if you haven't seen most of them, that's on you if you want to try and watch it's these. It's not on you. You don't have to watch them. But the film isn't there... 
for you to not watch them. Yeah. You know, like, like, it shouldn't have to explain the backstory of every character in it because you haven't watched no. Captain America or whatever. Um, I thought that was a really weird argument against it. My only two issues that I had... Uh, the first one was I've forgotten her character name, and this is a terrible thing. But you know the bird of Thanos is like the woman lady person. I don't know. She's an alien. I don't know what Carry to call on. her if I can't remember her name. Like why she has a CGI head was a little bit annoying and beyond me. Because Carrie Coon was never on set because she was heavily pregnant. Okay. So they had another person there and had to CGI her head onto the person. Because that was really jarring to me because she didn't have a particularly like alien face. She just had horns, and it riled me up because I, as much as I think CGI, the problem is that she's an alien enough to warrant that level of CGI. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Nebula Black or something weird like that. I don't remember. It's not Nebula, obviously, but like it riled me up a bit because as much as I think CGI has come on in leaps and bounds, there are there are two things that I think people are still bad at with CGI, and it's mouth movements. So CGIing somebody's face when it doesn't necessarily need Thanos. Yeah, I don't think his mouth is good. And Thanos' giant fingers. He's trying to pick up fucking infinity stones with his giant fingers and it doesn't work at all. Does it's though? really funny. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You what are should wrong. I get? No, it's really you're funny. You're wrong and you're a grotesquely stupid person. Oh for thanks. Being wrong. You made me forget the second thing that I thought was wrong with the movie now. I was going to say, her CGI head that was unnecessary, but now I realise it was necessary. So thank you for that little nugget of information. You could have also cast someone that's not Carrie Coon. Well, yeah, they could have done that. Or just had, like, her voice, like, get somebody yeah, to... Yeah, like CGI the whole thing up like they did with the Squidward and the other people. <laughs> Squidward. Yeah, what was... I've genuinely forgotten my other gripe. Oh, here it is, and this is a big clangor of a fucking spoiler. It annoyed me a bit that the people that legit died in it, because the people after the snap, I don't think are going to stay dead. Right. When people use this as a gripe, you're not using it as a gripe. But they go, oh, you know, Spider-Man is not really dead. They've intentionally told you what films are coming next, so you know these people aren't staying dead. You know the Guardians are coming back. You know Spider-Man is coming back. Like, yeah. You know these films are happening. You know the cast for the fucking fourth Avengers film. <laughs> like, anyway, carry on. Yeah. My, my gripe was more that the people that have, like, died and will seemingly be staying dead were not that important. Uh, aside from Gamora, and I'm not a huge fan of hers, actually, but I will. I can see why people like her and I can see why she's important in Guardians. Aside from her, like, I could not give two shits that Loki's dead, and I don't think he'll stay dead either. And I couldn't give a shit that... Well, I sort of give a minor shit I about Heimdall. I think but... Loki will stay dead because I don't think that'll be another Thor film. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I think <laughs> Avengers 4 is it for Thor, Captain America and Iron Man in their current incarnations yeah I mean I'm intrigued to see where it goes and I and like the thing I really love about the film is that I've got no idea how they're gonna get out of this which I, I like that in a cliffhanger because it means that I'm excited to see like it ended and I was like no I need the next film now please which isn't a thing that can happen sadly. no it's quite far away still now <sighs> it is I'm sad about that because I really liked it what did you did, did you enjoy it Rich? yeah I don't have any real problems with it but you still somehow like it more than me even though you have <laughs> problems with it yeah but the problems were like so negated by all the awesome stuff I don't cry when I watched it oh it's when, not cryable no it's when Peter Parker's like I don't want to go uh, Mr Stark and you're like oh his little face and then it disintegrates <laughs> it's really sad <laughs> Ah, Peter calls a knob, don't Yeah, and like, Chris Pratt tried to say, like, no, 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 Peter's not the reason. No, he is. Peter Quill is 100% the reason. Thanos got away. Yeah. Like, he didn't stick to the plan. He was a dick about things. He's always a dick about things. And then he's the reason, like, that Mantis got knocked off of Thanos' head. Uh, Yeah. In that scene, though... I don't know, like, if, if it was me and you and Thanos had lobbed you over a mountain and done you a murder, I don't know if I'd have kept my cool either and not punched him squat in the face. You're an idiot. <laughs> right. Because emotions, Rich. No. It's love, innit? It's no. The power I, of No, world. it's not. It is. They're barely a couple. That's true. <laughs> B, like, if you were in the position that Thanos was in front of you, you wouldn't be even anywhere fucking near him. That's true. You'd be quivering in a corner. Like. I'd, I'd have died already. I'd, I'd have died of shock or sort of fright. Like, you know what, 
fucking plot is. And if he's like, I need to start punching him in the face, wait till they've got the fucking gauntlet off him. They were so close. Like, it's genuinely the stupidest thing any character has done in a Marvel film, including Red Skull painting the names of where he wants <laughs> the bombs to land in Captain America, the first Avenger. That movie's so shit. And then Captain America himself being mind-numbingly sick and staying on the fucking plane to die. My favourite thing about that, and this is a whole tangent, but is the fact that he claims he can't take the plane off course and that's why he's got to stay on it and crash it somewhere. But I'm like, what course was it going on between fam- like big places that were going to get bombed? He could have jumped out stick it in He could have jumped out ages before. Well, fucking Once mother. it was going down, it was going down. It's not all of a sudden going to course correct and come up. No. Genuinely makes no sense. Anyway, Peter Quill is stupid on that film. Yeah. I... Uh... Yeah, I can't really defend him. Like, I do think your emotions cloud stuff, but you are right, they weren't really But if you've got emotions in that film, no one else is that mind. And he's consistently mind-numbingly thick. Like, that's his bit. People would argue that he's not thick so much as he is... No, he's thick. ...emotional and He's very, very thick. (laughs) And Chris Pratt isn't a good actor. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. No, he's not. I think he's no, he's not. But he's only good at this role, if that makes sense. Also, like, he's only actually good in Guardians 1, because he's not very good in Guardians 2, and he's barely in Infinity War. He's great in Guardians 2. He is not. And he's great in Infinity War, when he's doing that bit where he's trying to copy Thor. (laughs) Mm, That only works, because fucking Hemsworth's so much better than him. Oh, no, I don't know if I agree with that. Hmm. The, The best acting in the whole of all Marvel films is Hemsworth in Ragnarok. He is fucking great, consistently great in he that. He is good in that. The closest you get after that is Danny Jr. in everything, because yeah. he's good in everything. I don't know if this is just me, but I can't... Because Hemsworth started off shit in Thor, and even in Thor 2, you can tell he's getting better as an actor, That's even though true. it's a bad film. And then yeah. in all the Avengers films, consistently, Hemsworth has been getting better. He works really well with the, the other cast. He, he works think. better with... With Cap. No, well, yeah, but also with non-Thor cast, like, yeah. Ragnarok works well because she's got yeah. Banner to play off I and Golden to play off. I absolutely love that bit in Infinity War when he first, like, lands in Wakanda and he, like, jokes with Cap about him stealing his beard. Yeah, it's all gold. <laughs> Thor is gold in this film. Yeah, he is good. He might be my favourite thing in it. Oh, uh, Rocket's good in it too. Rocket is very funny very in this film. And, and he loses um, Groot again. <laughs> What were you going to say? That's a different Groot anyway. It's not even I know. <laughs> I'm not having that. I'm not having it. If Thanos is he's probably the best thing in this film now. They've managed to get a performance out of someone who's not really there. Yeah. Um, who has got... You don't know... You've never really met him properly before. Mm-hmm. His backstory is very brief. Yeah, you get entirely his way of thinking. Yeah. His way around it is wrong. But he's a villain, so it should be wrong. I was going to say, like, addressing the whole argument that people had of, like, oh, if he's so upset about, like, overpopulation, why doesn't he just create more resources? He's a villain. He's a villain. He's a, he's a villain. You fucking That's idiot. That's why. Like... But you do, you, do, you do see his point of view where he said, we need to do something about this, and everybody ignored him. So he got to a point where he thought, fuck you all. Mm. <laughs> Which... Is what Did you a do villain that? should do. Did you do that thingy online when you found out if you survived the snap? No, because oh. it's just random. I did, and I died. But it's not real. No, that's true, and so. I am still here. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> hey, should we move on? Oh, um, I did like, I really did like, oh, I can't on. remember the character name, but Squidward, though. I thought that was a very good little villain. He was just a piece of shit, really, wasn't he? Which he should have been. Yeah, he was a proper douche nozzle. What I quite liked about him was the way they sort of really unceremoniously offed him. Yeah. Like, just flung him out in space, like, but fuck you. I like that, because not everyone gets, like, a brave end. Yeah, like a what? Because he wasn't a warrior, you see, like so he doesn't with, get a warrior. It's similar with Loki, how they just broke his neck at the beginning. I was, yeah. like, it was like, this film is then telling you, tough shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you could do that to a god, but I guess you can. Thanos is a god. Like, he's got the pair of a god now, hasn't he? Yeah, but like he's not like, oh, I'm getting my... Oh, no, you're going to get cross with me now. I'm going to lose nerd points. I was going to say, I'm getting my universes confused, and I was thinking of like Darkseid being like a so new you're, god. So you're going to say he's not a new god, is he? Mm. Fucking idiot. Yeah, I am an idiot. been a while since I read a comic. <laughs> oh, tell you what else came out that we done a saw off. Was it um, The Clapper on Netflix? I didn't see The Clapper, did I? I did. I didn't. Was it good? What was it? No, it's, it's, um, it's yeah, that man I don't like, Ed Helms. Oh, yeah. Why did you watch him? He's employed as a clapper in the audience of like TV shows. Oh. 
oh. to a lot of people. Like that's an actual thing. And then he gets noticed on like an equivalent of Jimmy Kimmel. Right. Where they go, look at this guy, he's in the audience of everything and becomes like a minor celebrity and it ruins his life. Oh. It's not very funny. It sounds dreadful. Some heavy dates Amanda Seyfried in it. Like, yeah. No. Next. Next. Deadpool 2, Rich. Deadpool. Mm, it was alright. Fucking to How many... It was alright. You gave mm. it four and a half stars. Yeah, it was alright. Eight and see hundred. <laughs> you gave it four and a half and a love heart on Letterfox. Four and a half has to get a like. I don't often like things because no, I forget like, to. If something gets four, four and a half or five, I like it. If it's three and a half, some of them get a like. Ooh. Because three and a half films are still good films, but mm. some are better than others, so the like weights those higher than the others. Feathers. So you're an idiot. Thanks. Anyway, Deadpool 2. I've got a burp brewing. You had baby legs. <laughs> Straight shirt cocking it. <laughs> I love this movie, Rich. I loved it. I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I also haven't seen it as many times. No. I think some of the moments in Deadpool 2 were funnier than anything in the first one. Yeah. Which not as consistently funny. Yes. There's a lot more sort of, I don't want to say like emotional stuff, but kind of emotional stuff. Yeah. And I do think it does, <laughs> you know, woman in the fridge kind of it a d- little bit. I don't think you can really shout at it for it, but it does do it a little bit. It does bit. it twice. Is I think what, it wouldn't be so bad. I don't think. So here's a whacking great spoiler for this as well. Um, What's the chops? Vanessa dies, like, right at the start. And that's Deadpool's whole motivating factor for... He wants to... He thinks to impress her somehow in the afterlife, he needs to look after this kid that's got... is a mutant and he's going a bit wayward and whatnot. And it is a bit women, women in fridge And I think... It, but it, I don't think it would be as bad if it wasn't for the fact that that was also Cable's motivating factor. The fact that his wife and daughter... So two of the women in his life yeah, die for I'm him to get... Yeah, it being Cable's story, because that is his story. It I doesn't think... have to be a story, but it definitely doesn't have to be Deadpool. Well, no, I think the problem with, with Deadpool is that if you want to... Because they needed him, they wanted to make a movie where he's at rock bottom, but the problem is... is she could have just the... dumped him for being a loser. I suppose. Like... Yeah, taking her away from him somehow is the only way that he's... Because that's the only thing he really like, cares if about. If she'd have dumped him for being a loser... Or having no motivation, or he was still being really Misusing dodgy. Misusing his powers or Yeah, and then he goes, I'm going to look after this kid. I don't know why I went in a weird accent there. He went a bit almost New Zealander. He went after, like after this kid. No. Yeah, glossed it, didn't I? Um, <laughs> a bit more South African then. Then, like, it all went to shit, so, like, he got in prison. Fine. Mm. It still doesn't ruin the film. Like, it doesn't I, ruin the film. Like, I can't be mad at He's not you. dead at the end anyway. Yeah, that's the other thing, is there's no real consequences. Yeah, he brings so her it's back. kind of fine. He kills the original Deadpool at her origins. <laughs> he kills Lyme Reynolds reading a Green Lantern script. <laughs> yeah, that There's was a scene where he kills Baby Hitler that wasn't in yeah, the film. Yeah, because people thought that was weird, <laughs> which I, I think I have to agree with. I, the, the, like, the thing I really liked, really, really liked about this movie was the kid from Hunt for the World of People. Russell. Yeah, because he's great. Yeah, he is great. He's so great. There's a... Uh, there's and he's like, where's the car? But they're like, where's, where's the, the car? car? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's fantastic. What's his chops as Cable? Um, Josh Brolin. Thanos. <laughs> yeah, he's a, a fucking I think delight. this is the closest I've easily seen two Josh Brolin films at the cinema together. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen him in anything else. Goonies. Shit, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm such a spanner. I mean, you've definitely seen him in loads of other things. Yeah. But you love Goonies. I do love Goonies. There's a bit in Deadpool 2 where he's wearing the same Hawaiian shirt as Chunk from a bit of the Goonies. Cracking. I'd hate Goonies. Oh. It's a film for losers. It's a film for awesome folks. Anyway, Deadpool anyway, 2. Deadpool 2. Yeah, and like, I really like him. Um, a lot of people complained about that. There's no real character development, but like uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and her girlfriend were amusing every time they were on. Yeah. Her whole indifference and hatred of Wade and then her girlfriend just she loves like, him for no she, real reason. Yeah, she barely even knows him, but she's like, yay, Wade. And the scene where all the X-Men are in it and they amazing. shut her door quietly so he ignores them is great. Absolutely amazing. I've already pre-ordered the Blu-ray. It comes out the week of my birthday, so I'm going to watch it on one of my and days off. You've ordered it around your birthday. Oh, yeah, what a fucking div. I shouldn't have done that, should I? It's too late now. <laughs> oh, well. I got, yeah, I got overexcited when I saw it when I'm pre order yesterday. Need it. Need it in my life because it's a good film. I kind of wish I'd seen it a bit more recently so that I could talk. Did you see it twice? I saw it twice. I took my mum to see it the second time and she thinks it's better than Deadpool 1. Deadpool the first. I don't know. I mean, if it has legs, it could be 
I'm a par with it. But yeah. again, I've only seen it once. I mean, I found it strange because I think some of the funniest jokes in the second one are very much for comic book readers, like the joke about Liefeld not being able to draw yeah, feet and stuff like them. that. But then also the stuff like the Brad Pitt cameo and um, <laughs> Peter. Like, that, they're just bizarre, stupid jokes yeah. for no reason. I've got to and say. obviously, I've already spoiled the fuck out of this, but a massive spoiler, mm-hmm. that they bring X-Force into the film and then just kill them all off the second they start anything. I was so apart sad. Apart from Domino, and she's the best thing in this film. She's song. amazing. Yeah, we need to talk about her, but before we do, yeah, the bit with the, where they unceremoniously kill off all of X-Force, I was really sad about that because I was so excited to see Terry Crews in a superhero movie. I was like, oh, he's going to be so good. Oh, he's going to be... Oh, oh, they're all he's, dead. He's literally smashed into the front of a school bus. But it also has a, <laughs> it has a point of showing you that Domino is lucky. Like, yes. They all die immediately apart from her. Yeah. It's, and it's brilliant. Yeah, setup. she's amazing. And that's another great post credit scene when he goes back and just saves Peter, not the rest <laughs> of the next one. <laughs> oh, bless. Yeah, no, she's... Um, yeah, probably. Well, Sassy Beats is one of the best actresses going at the moment. She's, she's great um, in Atlanta. What's she in coming up soon that looks awful? And I was like, oh no, why did she have to be it in looks awful. It looks awful. Yeah. I'll look that, that up. could later. be a lot of things. Um, you were going to watch the trailer yesterday and then you were like, oh no, it's got this guy in it. Um, <laughs> trailer is Sassy Beats in? Yeah. She's been cast in the Joker film. It wasn't that that I was thinking of. It's not that because that's not even been slightly well, filmed yeah, no. yet. A film is yeah. coming out soon. Yeah. Slice? No, that's not it. It stars Chance the Rapper. Oh, that might be it. So I do care about Chance the Rapper, but you tell me he's a horror, horror comedy starring not an actor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit weird. Zazie Beats, Chance the Rapper, Hannibal Barres, Chris Parnell and Paul Shear. Why haven't we watched this trailer? Which It sounds right up our alley. <laughs> um, we'll watch that in a bit then. And Joe Keir is in it. Yeah, let's watch that, that trailer later, Rich. Let's I mean, that. if the film rang, she'll be good at it. She's yeah. good. Anyway, yeah, she's yeah. most excellent. Yes, Deadpool 2 gets all the thumbs up from me. I fucking loved the uh, Bond theme opening with the Celine Dion song and the ridiculous, like, oh, yeah, I kaleidoscope crotches and, and then I was like, oh. Oh, no, I loved it. Was it was a bit... My, I didn't need Celine Dion in anything. I like that song. What? In, like, a cheesy, cheesy way. Cheesy Bond song kind of way. The... The Deadpool rap in the second movie isn't as good as the first one, though, which made me a bit sad. What is the classical music bit? Oh, holy shitballs. That's it. Oh, fucking shitballs. That, that bit's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the whole film's just really, really good. Yeah. Really funny. Totsy mosh. It's not totsy mosh. <laughs> it's a bit emotion. It's not totsy I was a bit emotional when Vanessa got killed because I wasn't expecting it. Really? Yeah. Because I'm a div, I don't expect things in movies or see things coming, do I? You didn't even know Juggernaut was coming, did you? I was going to say, I watched fucking Rogue One and didn't think they would all die at the end, even though it's a movie about people who never, like and in a you, prequel. You, you thought that somehow Peter Cushing was still alive and you knew. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Uh, what's next, Rich? On um, a... Solo Star Wars story. Can we not say we did? Well, we, we seen it, that was the worst part of it. I mean, let's get this out of the way. Donald Glover is fucking sex on bread. Like, I don't even know how to describe how wonderful he is as Lando, but he's not in it enough at all. And his robot made me angry. I, I did not like her. I never get annoyed that films exist because uh-huh. that's just fucking films at the end of the day. Yeah, and if it's oh, not Don't for you, remake this. Fine. I don't want a prequel for this. No, fuck off. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I am angry that this film exists. <laughs> because it's so. How is it a boring it's Star Wars? So movie? shit. I, I didn't need to know where he got the name fucking Solo from. No, fuck that. Why are they playing the Imperial March in-universe in this film? He has dice, you know. Oh, dice, dicey, dice, Have dice. Have There's his... some fucking dice Shoot. here. Dice. I hate Adds in that he worked for the fucking Empire for a few years, which hate is bullshit. That. Absolute garbage. He gives Chewbacca a nickname of Chewy. Like, it's so... Like, he, no, it's so bad. There were... But do you remember? Do you remember stuff out of other Star Wars? Do you remember Star Wars? Wars? Remember? Do, you remember? do you remember Star Wars? This was one of the, like, my biggest problems with that film. That There were two big problems I had. First of all, why did you kill off uh, What's Her Chops, Tandy Newton? Because that's yet another one of these, like, oh, let's just off the woman to... Well, how characters are part of this, apart, like, from, <sighs> apart from Woody Harrelson Woody himself. Harrison. Like, yeah. Um, what's her name? John Favreau was whatever that droid or was he for? No. Oh no, he was cute. The weird, the little weird like, alien thing. Pointless in being in it though. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
The, but yeah, my biggest problem was the directorial choices of literally zooming in on things from the trilogy. Like, here's these dice. Slow I don't zoom. think that was directorial more as much as oh. like production and Either way, studio interference. I get it. I get Star Wars. I'm aware of Star Wars. I've sit, like, oh, don't fucking no. I hate. I really did not like this movie. And, and I, I was... need to put this out there as well in mm-hmm. case people think I'm one of those people. My two favourite Star Wars films of all time are Rogue One and um, Force Awakens. Yeah. This is nothing to do with like the reboots I or like anything Jedi, like that. Well, you're an idiot because it's far <laughs> too long and the casino bit isn't very good, but it's still a really good film. But yeah, this solo Star Wars movie or Star Wars story is proper shit. Yeah. I'll still buy it on Blu-ray because I have to. I was bored. Yeah, it was and bored. You shouldn't frog. be bored in a, in a movie set in fucking space with aliens everywhere and robots everywhere and literal wars in the stars. Like, and I don't... <laughs> it's one of those films. If a film is good, you don't mind plot contrivances or plot you can, holes. You can forgive some When a film things, is yeah. dull as fuck, you're like, well, how are they there? Yeah. Why does this happen? And that's all I did through this film. Yeah. And same. whatever his name is, Alden, blah, 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 should just give up. <laughs> He's not a very good actor, is he? <sighs> when people were saying, like, because I read some reviews after that film. He made Amelia Clark look like a good actor, and she's fucking she's terrible. Dread- no, she's so wooden, it's ludicrous. And then, at the Can end... I finished my thought oh, about him? Well, I had a better end. Go on. <laughs> I just was going to say that I'd read a lot of reviews that were like, oh, at the start of this movie, you might be a bit like, mm, but by the end, you'll be thinking, God, am I watching Harrison Ford? No. People who said that, no. Just... Stop writing the They'd have been better now. off having Harrison Ford not make him look any younger but just dyeing his hair black. <laughs> yeah. Now, at the end, when they expect you to watch the whole of the Clone Wars t- cartoon so you understand why Darth Maul's still like... Yeah, that. I was so like, what the fuck? Because I've not watched... Because I would call myself a casual no, Star Wars Most fan. people will think that film happens before The Phantom Menace now. I did. And that somehow Han Solo is 90 when they meet him. <laughs> In A New Hope. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I thought it was a, a like, way prequel. Um, but luckily you've seen things and could explain stuff to me. Because I'm not, like, this sounds really bad. I'm not that into Star Wars that I care about the books or the comics or the cartoons. It's not, it's I just not, want to watch the movies. It's not. It doesn't even, like, who cares? That Darth Maul's a person they're talking to as well. Like, well yeah, it's not really relevant. But, yeah. Let's move on. You watched something that I didn't watch that you've given half a star. Yeah, Ready Player One. Is it? I only give it half a star because you can't give zero stars on Letterboxd. Can you not? No. That's a fucking jeep. You, you, it clashes you with not rating it. Oh, that's a jeep. Um, possibly the worst film I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like, because I haven't seen it, the best I can, like, what I feel it's probably going to be like is it's literally just like, hey, remember this and remember that? It is like that. Also, it starts with, I want to say, a four and a half hour monologue where he explains everything to you because the film can't. Brilliant. Um, no one in it can act. <laughs> TJ Miller's in it. Ugh. And reason that Deadpool 2 gets, like, not as good as Infinity War. TJ Miller's in it. Yeah, but he does have some really good lines. No, they also blatantly cut loads of his scenes out. Yeah. It's not any much. Anyway, it's wank. It's It's... Fucking member berries the movie. Um, and then this girl that he meets in, he goes on about how ugly she is in real life. She's got a bit of a birthmark on her face and she's really fit. Brilliant. Brilliant. It has. It. <laughs> I read a paragraph from the book uh, that somebody posted online not the long ago. The book is written by someone who's never understood English before. Yeah, like I couldn't fathom. Like to me, it was as badly written as Fifty Shades of Grey, which I've also yeah, already read a paragraph like, of. Like no Dan sense. Brown for the 90s kids is ready player one. After I'm not ready, Dan Brown. The famous man looked at the yellow cup <laughs> is a line that he wrote. <laughs> Amazing. Should we move on? Yes, please. What's I've, next? I've also watched another film that you haven't watched that I give half a star. Oh, yeah, you did. What's that now? It's I'd be through. It's a Netflix film starring Gillian Jacobs and Phoebe Robinson and <gasps> Vanessa oh. Bayer. I felt like I might want to watch that because she no. talked about it on Comedy Beanbag no. or something. Oh, is it really bad? She gets sent on a job to Spain through work. Her friends go with her like they do when you go on a work trip. What? I've never been on work trips with my yeah. friends. Um, she goes... <laughs> She has no personality. None of them do. She immediately falls in love with a man. Nothing really happens in the end. It's definitely not a movie for me then because I'm not a fan of movies. No, 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 really no, 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 no. It's not a film where nothing happens like intentionally, like Mumblecore. No. It's supposed to be a rip-roaring comedy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm not going to bother watching that, no. then, I don't think. 
it makes me never want to see Gillian Jacobs again. Oh no, but she's good in stuff. Yeah, but she's it's that bad a film. Oh dear. Anyway, we went to a super secret preview screening. We did. Where that was we didn't exciting. Know what the film was going to be I until supposedly it started, but we knew because the door gave it away when we yeah. walked in. Had a sign about it. Says, if you've got epilepsy, you might die in this film. So we went, oh, it's Incredibles 2 then because yeah. we've heard the news from America. Yeah. And it was Incredibles 2. Yep. And we won a Nando's at it. We won, <laughs> a, we won a free fucking Nando's and Phil had some fucking little entrees from, did, from Cafe, Cafe Rouge. Rouge. And there was free sweets, wasn't there? Or pop? Pop. Pop, yeah. I couldn't drink it because it was. I was Coke, so. wasn't it? It was Coke. Oh, is it Coke? Coke it was Coke or Cherry Coke, wasn't yeah. it? And I can't drink either of those things. I think it was Cherry it's like Coke. It my bowels. But then Incredibles 2, come on. Can we, before we talk about Incredibles 2? No, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> is it Bow? Bow. Bow, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Like, I don't know if it's. If it's a cultural thing or the fact that I'm not a mother or both. No, I know 100% what it's about. Yeah. She doesn't want her son to leave home yeah. and obviously she disowns him for a while. Babies him a lot and then... No, yeah. and then regrets it and then he comes to visit and she gets on with him again. It's weird. But he's represented as a dumpling throughout the whole thing and then she eats it. She eats it. She, she just straight up eats I, it. I, I don't... I can't. No. Anyway. Anyway. Incredibles 2. Fucking... It was cracking. Brilliant. It's, yeah, it was really, really, really good. I don't think it's as good as Incredibles. I need to rewatch Incredibles, I think, because I haven't seen it for about five or six years. My problem with it is Whoa. the villain is very, very telegraphed, When I think they thought it'd be a big surprise. I wouldn't say very telegraphed, but it is one of those things where it's like, oh, here's two new characters, so it kind of has to be one of these two, or both. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> but I thought this movie was really creative in terms of the villain. I really liked... Yeah, the, the um, technology for the villain was yes. really, really good. Excellent. Um, and I re- I also really liked the fact that we got quite a big focus on um, Elastigirl. Yeah. Um, and um, Jack-Jack. Yeah. Jack-Jack's so good in here. For better or worse, like um, oh, Dash... Yeah. He's boring. He's boring. And he had Violet's some funny bits, but he was, you know, pretty boring. Violet had better bits in this film. Yeah. Um, but Jack Jack was fucking great in this. Phenomenal. Like, some of the Jack Jack scenes were genuinely the funniest things like Pixar ever. A badger or something. He's in the yeah. garden or a skunk so. or a squirrel or something. A, a raccoon, I think. Raccoon. Yes. Or a possum. It's oh, like an American rodent. thing that we don't really get over. Yeah. Here. Some sort of rodenty situation in the garden. But that whole sequence in the garden is wonderful. I know. So I don't really want to spoil the plot. But there's a character in this called Evelyn Dever. That's Dickensian. Like, it might as well be called Mrs. Cuntlord. Like, her name <laughs> is Evelyn Dever, for fuck's sake. Like, because the spoilers, you know, for where you go. We're spoiling everything. It's but I'm not going to spoil the ending to this or anything. But, like, you introduce to her and the brother, and it blatantly builds it as the brother might be the villain. Oh. I don't think it does because he's too bumbling and adorable. No, but I think. think that's what they want you to think because uh. she's always the one that's trying to put... But I'm like, you've called her Evelyn Dever. Yeah. We know it's her. And the second her name was, oh, she's the villain. Yeah. But everyone, I mean, the, the, the acting in this is great. The voice acting, voice acting is absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Wonderful. Um, your I... your favourite character appears in one extended scene as well. What's that now? Edna. <gasps> oh, my God. Edna. Oh, Edna Mode. I wish she would be like my mum and dress me. She's not real. I also want my own mum to still be my mum because she's rad. But I also want Edna Mode to be like my second mum. I know she's not real. And I know, isn't she voiced by the director? Is it yes, Brad Bird? Brad Bird, who yeah. is a bit um, of a slave driving weirdo. Uh, uh, yeah. Films are good though. Oh, yeah, Can't yeah. Can't argue with that. Um, to be some really good though. Michael Giacchino like, knocks it out of the park with his soundtrack again. I think Incredibles is one of his best soundtracks it's, anyway. Yeah, it's not as good as Incredibles. It's, a, it's well, but, it's close. Nah. The, a- the animation is really the good. animation absolutely is incredible. Yeah, the, and like sunsets and stuff was just like because that they stylize a lot of them as well because it is a period like sixties, late sixties, maybe early seventies at best. Yeah. I'll say late sixties. You know, with the, the explosion of feminism and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it does have stylized backdrops sometimes, as opposed to just purely as photorealistic as it can get or. Yeah. Things like that, and it just it kills it, especially yeah. towards the end. And some of the chase scenes are really good. Holy cow! Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I was so happy that we got to see it early, and that uh, and that we won an Andos. And because it was like a late night screening, and they're always classed as fifteen, it meant we got Incredibles too with no, with kids, no kids in the kids cinema, in and with people who like films, so no one talked. Everybody cheered when he was when the guy was like, "Hey, it's going to be Incredibles eight because he was really didn't black say that. 
You know, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, but the <laughs> people should have knew by then. Well, yeah, if they'd have read the door. <laughs> but um, no, I thought I thought it was genuinely fantastic because, like, I was ranting. It's not Pixar's day. best sequel, though. What is? Don't say Toy Story two. Toy Story two. No, because it's got that stupid shitty song in it, film. and that song brings it down a whole nope. notch. That no, song it does. I've forgotten even what, makes it bad. What's it called? When you love me, when she loved me. When she loved me, it's dreadful. You absolute it's fucking arsehole. Anyway, as I was saying, I was having a rant the other day about voice acting because, uh, like, why does James Corden get to be in everything when actually good, like, voice actors? He also doesn't voice act. He no, just he's just he just talks. says words and he's bad at it. He's yeah. genuinely bad at it. Like everything I saw of Peter Rabbit made me want to go and find him and slap him with a fish. Like it just looks ugh. And there's a lot of that going about where it's like, oh, this famous guy, we'll just put him. Like, what kid is going to want to see Peter Rabbit because James Corden? No. Like, none of them. It's stupid. This bugs me about everything though. Like, even if it's someone I like, like, oh, I don't know, Tom Hanks is playing Wanky the Wankfest, and who's going to watch that? I mean, no one's going to watch Wanky the Wankfest. No. But like, Storks was an average film, and the same with like Clady with a Chance of Meatball. But they go, starring Andy Samberg. And I was like, no, kid, he's going to go, Dad, Andy fucking Andy Samberg's Samberg. in this. <laughs> And I yeah. love Andy Samberg. That's yeah. not just because I hate James Gordon. Yeah. I just hate that level of casting. Yeah. But then Corden can't act. Mm. So That's he what just makes goes, me. I am Peter Rabbit. I, here I am. Hello, my friends. I am a rabbit. Give me a carrot. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's terrible. Terrible. But I will say that even though there's a bunch of like acty actors in Incredibles, they are all. But they actually cast brilliant. actors, yeah. not, not celebrities, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Because like Catherine Keener plays um, Evil Endeavour. Yeah. And she is obviously great. And yeah. then Bob Odenkirk. And he's, in essence, he does a lot always of plays right? Bob Odenkirk. Like, it's his voice immediately, but he does it so well. Yeah. I mean, because this is the thing, is that, like, I hate when people say, oh, anyone can voice act, because you can't. No, because, it's, like, it's harder than acting. Anyone also. can say words, but you, but not everyone can act. Also, like... And that's the difference also, between a Bill Odenkirk and James Corden. No, no, it's not just that. You, you're not... Bill, got, Bob. You've got... No, Bill Odenkirk watched The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, they don't act like in voice acting properly because you're not doing it most of the time with the other person, mm. so you can't react to them. So it's even harder to work out yeah. the exact emotion you need to do. So you need to be directed really well. You need to really get into it beforehand. Whereas if you're acting with someone, your cues to talk are a lot easier. You got more visual cues. You get emotions. But like it's why Bob Burgers works because they actually all voice act in the same room at the same time. Yeah. I love that show. But like when stuff like Archer doesn't. And you go, I don't know how this conversation happens when these two people aren't talking to each other. It's yeah. impressive. Mm-hmm. And it works in this a lot. It's, it's wonderful. Anyway. Anywho, what's next? Blockers. Yeah. I really liked it. It was, it was all right. It was, it was very fine. funny. Like, it was consistently funny. I'd say you got, like, five, six laughs in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's all, it's all right. Name a comedy this year that does that. Full-on comedy. I can't think of comedies that I've watched. See, they're all crap now. I've got a really bad memory. (laughs) It was funny. Most people might not have seen it. Most of the other films we've talked about are the kind of things that us nerds watch. Yeah. Blockers is John Cena and... John Cena is so good. uh, What's her name? Judd Apatow's wife, who's in everything. Oh, yeah. Um, And like Baron Holtz are play parents who think their kids are going to have sex on prom nights, so I try and stop them. Yeah. But it's funnier than that. Mostly because, like, Baron Holtz isn't trying to stop them. Yeah, <laughs> he's, trying he's trying to, to stop, stop the parents stopping things. them, yeah. Um, um, oh, I can't remember her name. So no, I, that's I feel really, really bad that I've really woman. I can't then. remember. Yeah. I think the thing for me, like, I'm not a big fan of hers as an actress, so that... I really like her. But I will say... I, mean, I don't that, know like, what you think, but Leslie Mann is a good actress. <laughs> I don't know why you couldn't remember her name. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't look it up on Letterboxd earlier when we're both sitting here with Letterboxd. I didn't, I just remembered it. I remembered it. Yeah, yeah. I remember. John, John Cena's unnecessarily... Like, I don't... You know when you see wrestlers go into acting and you think, oh, why though? But he's, like, genuinely... Let's, like, he's got good comedy timing. Let's be honest. When he's you good. see him in anything that's not a comedy, you are like, oh, why though, John? I don't know, man. 12 rounds is all right. No, it's not. 12 rounds is all right. It is. It's pretty good. But he should just keep doing these comedies. And I wonder if it's because stuff. I can just take him more seriously because he's not wearing jorts. He was in this. Was he? Yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't remember him wearing jorts. I feel like he's too muscly to wear trousers <laughs> and that's his problem. <laughs> he just can't get trousers that fit his I, 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 I feel like he's good at comedy because he's like 
spent years reacting to things. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's been like doing promos in the ring or yeah. got to be on your feet at different things. So I think that's helped him. He is very funny. And like, they, they have a lot of jokes in this about him being like big and strong, but that's not his whole thing. Yeah. You know, and like Baron Holtz always plays the same character. Yeah. And in some films it annoys me, but in some films it works. And I think it really worked in this. Same yeah. with like um, Bad Names and things like that. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's inane stupidity. <laughs> Everyone is annoyed with him in the film. And that's how it should be. It doesn't really go the full-on gross-out route, which a lot of films would have took. Nobody, people learn the lesson, but it's not like a massive learn your lesson, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It still just carries on being funny. I'm not sure what else to say about it. You can't really spoil a comedy. No. You know, we, everyone knows in the end everyone gets on with it. Like, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a teen comedy. Yeah, it's, yeah. And the kids are quite good in it, a few of them. I don't really remember them, so I think that might be where it was letting it down a bit for me. I think the one bloke who was trying to hit on Ike Baronox's daughter, who was Black and Elizabeth, but Ike Baronox thought somehow he was great, was pretty good. Mm, don't remember. He was like the chubby one, because she was gay, wasn't she? Yeah. And like he was just like constantly talking about how great he was, even though he was a massive loser. <laughs> anyway. Next. I think this is another film you didn't say on Netflix called Duck Butter. Duck Butter. Duck Butter, yes. Yeah, I didn't watch Duck Butter. Yeah. What's, it's a film it? where starring Leah Shawker and some other people. And she goes to a party. <laughs> you seem confused. I can't remember the party <laughs> or a gig. Right. Um, she meets this girl and they hit it off and then they spend a day with each other. Um, Why is it called Duck Butter? <laughs> Do I want to know? She tells a story about how... She was going out with this guy and they went back to hers and he went Pardon down me. on her and then he said she tasted weird. And she was trying to describe what the problem was and then they both realised the phrase for female smegma is duck butter. Wow. Yeah. This film, though, is not a comedy, so that is a weird title. Yeah. Um, it's quite, like, people might not watch it. It's not going to get a lot of views. But, like, towards the end, you realise that the girl she's met is a bit messed up and so is she and it gets a bit weird. I don't think I want to see this. It's probably closer to stuff that you don't like. Okay. I do like <laughs> drinking buddies and things like that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't care. Like people just sat around talking. But I, I really like it. And I'm sure Cat's great and everything. So. Fair dues. And then I saw Super Troopers 2, which is another film you don't really give a toss about because you don't well, care that I much about Super Troopers. I haven't seen Super Troopers. You have. I haven't. No, 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 no. Listen, you have at least twice. And I think the fact that you don't remember the fact that you've watched it tells me all I need to know about your opinion of it. I haven't watched it. I just keep seeing the same bit where he says meow. I always leave it on when it's on, and that's the beginning of the film. <laughs> I've only seen that bit. Because you've probably just got up and gone, I don't want to watch this. And like, I don't know, had a poo. Or probably played Candy Crush. It's in essence Super Troopers again, but in Canada. Okay. So... Is that a good thing? It is if you like Super Troopers. Fair play. So next. Next. Is this one with both? Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, boy. This movie is great. Even though Tom Cruise is okay and Henry Cavill is actively bad. Tom Cruise is okay. He's okay. I don't think he's all that... Don't throw my microphone down. Over. (laughs) You fucking hooligan. Um, Tom Cruise is okay. Like... Okay, I get that he does a lot of his own stunts and that's boss. Like, that's really boss. But he's an okay actor. Tom Cruise is okay. He's okay. He's okay. And Henry Cavill is bad, but he's beautiful. Like, he's so beautiful. The two problems with this film is A, Henry Cavill is bad and he looks like a fucking idiot in the whole film. Like, everything he does, like, he genuinely, like, talks like he doesn't know what words are at times. Yeah, it's really bad. And two, Alec Baldwin's in it. I didn't mind him. Like, he, he was okay. Um, try and make him have a fight with Henry Cavill. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was, that was an absolute mistake. Also, Tom Cruise is okay. All right, I'll go on better because I just said Alec Baldwin was okay and Tom Cruise is definitely better than that. So, Tom Cruise is good. In this film... Don't throw my mic again. Tom Cruise is fucking great. <laughs> in most films, Tom Cruise is fucking great. He is... The greatest big film star of our generation by far. Name someone who's in con- like he's been in big films for like nearly thirty years, and ninety percent of them are great. It's I'm mental. Not, to be it's fair, really I don't think mental. I've seen many of his films. I'm not a fan of his, but when you think about it, it's true. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay. Well, I've not seen a lot of his films. And you know why you have to be this good all the time? Why? Because if he's not, and he does something weird again, people go, oh, Scientology. That's so true. he now has to be so good, <laughs> like better than every other so human. Because then some people will go, that Scientology might work out for you. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he's like 74 now, or whatever it is. 56? Like 56, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's madness. Um, the one thing I will say for this film is that the choreography of fights and chases... Oh, the fight in the toilets towards the beginning. Shit, the bed is amazing. Like, you know the bit where Henry Cavill reloads his arms and everybody went mental in gifts? That's just the fucking beginning. Reloads mate. his arms? Yeah, you know, and he does that thing where he like gets his arms ready for a fight. He reloads That's him. another thing as well. They put him in a suit a lot and he's a man. The suit is too small for him. He's so rippling. Because like muscles he's, everywhere. He's, that, he's, he's not athletically big. He's bodybuilder big. Yeah. And this film, he has to be like more athletic to get these fights. There are times when you go, you couldn't move this quick. I have a feeling they must have had to have replaced several pairs of trousers in that toilet sequence because I can't fathom how he didn't tear them to shreds. Like, but... It's amazing to watch. Considering as well, there's like mirrors everywhere. Yeah. So there's like, there's so little room for error. It's, it's easily the second best Mission Impossible after the first I one. I mean, okay, I've only seen the first two so far. Yeah, two is bad. Oh, and two is, two is dreadful. Why are there pigeons and doves at the same fucking time? Because it's in Scotland and it's John uh, It makes no sense. But I, like, <laughs> the one thing I will say is what, what I did find quite funny was you saying to me previ- like before we went to see it, don't worry that you have only seen two because Mission Impossible is not a continuity-laden movie. This is probably the first one where it expected you to it, know it's stuff. It's the only one where the baddie <laughs> carries on to the next film. Yeah, so I haven't got a fucking clue. Uh, but it does everything. It's got loads of masks. It's got a fake yeah. room, which is Mission Impossible standard. Like Thing Rames is good. Thing Rames is good in Simon it. Simon Pegg's good in it. it. You know what I like about him? The mech can do a few action things, but he's never a badass. Yeah. Like, because I hate when, like, the and nerd loser a becomes a badass. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit like, oh, I don't really if he has want to, to go fight, with the If oh. he has to fight or run to save himself, he does it. Normally bad at it. Yeah. But there's never a bit where, like, Tom Cruise is getting his ass kicked and then Benji appears and beats someone up, which yeah. is spot on. Yeah. And I don't know her name. It's I'm forgetting everybody's name, but the, the woman who does the motorcycle chase. Rebecca Ferguson. There you go. Yeah. She's wonderful in it. Like, really good. She's um, probably the best thing about number five as well. There's a sequence where she yeah. does a fight with uh, the villain guy, whose name I've also forgotten. I can't remember his name either. Um, She's really bad. You know, when the one she does in the in the house with Benji, and that's so good. It's not quite reloading your arms in the toilet good, but it's that really... wasn't even the best bit of that fight. <laughs> it wasn't the best bit, it was the start, because he had to get his arms ready for a whooping. Then he got his ass kicked. And then he did, he did really get his ass kicked. That was a splendid first movie, that was. And the, the yeah. helicopter chase. Where Tom Cruise was actually flying the fucking helicopter. And the fucking... Oh, the fucking skydive. Like, there's so much of this movie that's just... It balls to you the wall You know the bit as well when he's hanging off away. the helicopter on, like, the rope? Yeah. Apparently he did that himself as well. He's a fucking mental. Well, I, I love him. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Uh, but yeah, the only thing that I've heard some people ever like it is that it's too long. No. And it's got like a false ending. But I'm like, no, it worked like it flew by. You've oh, got yeah, because it doesn't 40. stop. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it starts, like all Mission Impossible, it starts with an action scene, but then never stops to not yeah. have an action Occasionally like, it stops for like, very brief like seconds. Three where minutes it's, where people talk yeah, to each other. Where it's room. like, here's that villain again. Oh, that's his wife. Like, so there you go, job done. Excellent. Like, I didn't think. As much as I found it funny, because it opens with a like a he's having a nightmare about someone, and I was like, "Rich, who is that?" <laughs> but like, I didn't he's feel like I, yeah, I didn't feel like I uh, I'd missed anything from not watching the others. It it would be helpful to know. I would yeah, thought, and you should watch them because four and five are great, and three is pretty good. Yeah, three, three can't be as bad as two. No, no, no. Three, three has its issues, <laughs> but it has Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. Like, which, oh, okay, I like him. Yeah, he's always good. Is um, he dead? Yeah, he died years ago. He did good. Forgot about that. Well, um, obviously, but... but the first one's still the best, but the first one is also nothing like three, four, five, or six. Yeah. It? It's a spy film. Like, yeah. It has two great action set pieces, the the wire bit and then the train bit at the end. 
Yeah. But like it is still a spy film. You know Where I, the three, like, four, five, and six are. Let's do stupid things consistently. I was gonna say, as much as I want to talk about Fallout, I have to say, because I only recently watched it, that my favourite thing about that train sequence on in the first movie is that it's the only train sequence I've ever seen in a film where people cannot stand up on a moving train, yeah. like on top of it. They're falling over, they're grasping for dear life. Not like fucking the Wolverine where he's straight up just having a scrap up there and I'm like, no. Imagine watching the whole of that film anyway. I saw that at the cinema. Oh, no, you're weird. No, I am weird. I thought I liked it, but then I tried to watch it again later with you and I hated it. Couldn't even finish it. We're, we're coming up to an hour on this, so is there a... We saw there two more films from this year. Okay, go ahead. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yeah, it's good um, of it. This is a delightful film. Romp. Yeah. So um, much fun. Has a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. References nearly every Batman film ever made. References nearly a Superman film ever made. Michael Bolton's in it. Michael Bolton is Michael in it. Michael Bolton's fucking in it. They keep saying rad. It's like this movie was made for me. <laughs> Nick Cage is Superman in it, which oh is a God, great is reference. Absolutely wonderful. If you like Teen Titans Go, the TV show, you no way you can't love this. Yeah, it's it's so good. Like, and the voice acting in this is phenomenal. Like Scott Menville does such a brilliant job as Robin. Like, being as this is relatively new, I won't really spoil it. So I'll skip thirty seconds. But my favourite bit is when they go back in time to try and stop superheroes happening, save Bruce's mom and dad, and then when they need to bring superheroes back, go and make sure that his pet, he becomes an orphan again. <laughs> she's just, just a horribly dark moment. <laughs> He's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And there's some great songs in it. I don't know if I said that already. There are great songs. I wish it had actually had their proper theme in it and... Yeah. Um, the night begins to shine would have been an amazing Easter egg. The night begins but to they shine. They do mention waffles at one point. Which they do. Gets three thumbs up from me. I love waffles. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a wonderful. Just it's just like we were like laughing like pretty much all the way through. I know I was anyway. Which you know from a cartoon superhero movie is exactly what I wanted from it. And it doesn't go down the route of oh they need to save the world. Because that never happens in the actual comic, uh, the actual cartoon. Mm. They literally go. Robin wants to be in the well, film. They sort of have to save the world at the end. No, but the film is about Robin, Robin wanting to have a film about him. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it like plays on all of his like egocentrism, and also brings up like brilliant jokes from the show, like about his baby hands and yeah. stuff. Oh, the I baby hands get mentioned a couple of times. I love his baby hands. And uh, what's his chops? Will Arnett as Deathstroke is really good. Like he's so good. I'm he's just, in essence just doing his Lego Batman voice though. Yeah, and he's a nonsense version of Deathstroke. Yeah. Like the fact that he tries to bamboozle them with mind games and then does that like missing thumb trick that you do for stupid. <laughs> Doesn't he steal Robin's nose? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, I I adored it. I thought it was wonderful. Teen Titans go. Two thumbs up. All of the thumbs up. All of the thumbs. Yeah. You've only got two. Then all of those are up. Cool. So the last film we saw is another Netflix film, um, Extinction. Yes. Starring Michael Peña and Lizzie Kaplan. You look like... So he <laughs> keeps having nightmares about aliens invading Earth and his family dying. And his family are all like, oh, you're an idiot, sort your life out. But then, Who's the accountant? But then maybe aliens invade, which isn't technically a spoiler. It's sort of... Because the, the photo that appears on the Netflix thing when you get to click on it shows that aliens do really invade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, Netflix needs to stop doing yeah. that. It's a weird one because it seems so much like this is a Netflix sci-fi film. Yeah. But it's got Michael Pinkman and Lizzie Kaplan in it. So and Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter is, is all right. I so. like him. Isn't he? I like him, but it's not like, ooh... You don't go see that. things for him. But like, yeah. Penny and Kaplan do raise this to be a much better film than it has any right to be. I think it's a fun little hour and a half. Um, sci-fi thriller. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah, I think if you enjoy that sort of film, you'll Action, enjoy this sci-fi, film. sci-fi, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'd recommend it, because to say, if you've got Netflix, it's going to cost you nothing to watch it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, um, and I... Oh, I don't want to... No, I'm not going to... Don't, cause it's don't spoil it, because it's yeah. really new. Yeah. And it's a film based on twist. Yeah, yeah, so I don't want to... Yeah. Well, I can't really add to what you've said then because I didn't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was like it wasn't like annihilation good. Like well, that was I can't think insane. Of any film that is this like, year. It, well, also, annihilation <laughs> isn't a Netflix film. No, that's that bizarre is true. reason yeah, in Europe we would just, we just no got one it wanted on Netflix, distribution. But, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, that's. I think that's why I keep thinking of that as a Netflix film when it isn't really. So I shouldn't really compare the two. I mean, one day someone needs to show it at the cinema around here so I can see it. At the oh my god, cinema. I need to see it on a big screen. It's insane that I haven't been able to. Better annihilation, which will definitely be talked about much longer on the Christmas episode. <laughs> someone the other day replied to someone showing a photo of like the model of the space calls. Oh, yeah. And someone replied, went, "Imagine thinking this was scary. I laughed watching this. It was so pathetic." What? Why as people have to be so contrarian? You don't have to like Annihilation. You were wrong, but you don't have to like it. But don't act like that bear skull wasn't one of the creepiest fucking things. It was nightmare fuel, and I hated it. I don't like the phrase, but it makes you shit itch. <laughs> I don't like that phrase. But I know, I get it. Duncan anyway. says that a lot. Extinction is alright. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Like you say, very good quality sci-fi yeah. It's like a sci-fi film that is much better than being on the sci-fi channel. Oh, but yeah, because like, like, they can act. And... If I'd gone to the cinema to see it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, watching it at home on yeah, a Sunday okay. night. It was good. It was good entertainment. Yeah. There you go. I concur. So those We are... haven't seen The Meg or Equalizer 2 yet, which no. are our big summer films that we want to get around to. We were supposed to see The Equalizer 2, but we both had a shit day that day didn't we when yeah. we booked it to see the preview screening so but we will see it yeah and you Definitely. can talk I about it next see time skyscraper right. as well and oh yeah we didn't get around to see skyscraper um, either and you've also seen something i've not seen what's that oh yeah i saw ant-man and the wasp i forgot about that i really like this movie but i have quite a big gripe with it which it's like you were saying earlier when there's like good stuff about a film you let it go with a few things so it's like it's still enjoyable but I'm going to spoil this for you now, Rich, because you haven't seen it, but you don't mind. It doesn't really have what I would consider to be an actual proper villain and therefore proper stakes. Yeah. Walton Goggins is in it as a guy who is trying to get Pimtech. He's not particularly threatening. And the the best scenes with him in is when he's using uh, his henchmen and giving Ant-Man's Michael Peña and co. Uh, truth serum to get them to tell him where... Is Goggins someone from the comics? I don't know, because I'm not very okay. au fait with Ant-Man stuff. And I've forgotten his character name in it. I could look. That's all right. But, um, I wonder if you'd watched it and gone, oh, I recognise that name. It wasn't something I recognised, but like I say, I don't really read Ant-Man. But like, so he's he's not, you, you know he's never going to get anywhere because he's a bit shit. And also he's not in it an awful lot. Yeah. And then Ghost, who is what's posited as the main like villain is actually just somebody who is going through some sort of terrible like um like metaphysical like atomic level awfulness that's causing her to phase and yeah. stuff and so as soon as they find out what's happened to her they just help her so she then doesn't become a villain either yeah. so it's the film is all about getting janet out of the quantum realm um that's the whole point of it i'm not it's I've not heard anyone hate this film, but I've also not heard anyone give a fuck about it. I really which enjoyed is a it, shame. but mostly because um, Evangeline Lilly is fucking amazing in it, like just bossing around the place, being an absolute amaze tits. Yeah, she's she's wonderful, and Paul Rudd is so adorable in it. Like he's just so cute. Um, so that's good, and it's just it's a, it's a fun it's a very fun movie, but it. It doesn't feel like it really has any actual stakes because you know they'll get Janet out. Like that, you know that will happen. Yeah, but you know that with every like yeah. superhero, James Bond like, action. The, the stakes essentially are that people keep stealing the miniaturized version of the lab so that they can't get Janet out. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. So it's like it's basically like one big chase movie, and there's some really innovative like bits with the um, the growing and the shrinking. Nothing as good as Thomas the Tank in the first one, though. I yeah, don't think. I think they peaked a lot in that. Yeah, hilarious. But there's like it's there's some really there's some good jokes. I just don't think it was as interesting as the first one because it's not as focused on family, which is what I liked about the first one because it's not like big end of the world stakes like the yeah, Marvel movies Ant- are. Ant Man did help itself by being the first grounded. Yeah, like a heist slash family movie, yeah. Is, yeah. Whereas this is, I mean, there's still no like world stakes. The mid credit sequence is a bit like, whoa, what? Connected to Infinity War, yeah, so. yeah, it is, yeah. So that that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, I mean, it was like for me, it was firmly in the middle when I put it on my um, Marvel movies list on Letterboxd. It got in at like number eleven or something. So it was like very Millions. like it's good, but it's it's it was never going to be the top of my list you so, think Doctor Strange is good I, th- I don't know if I put it above or below Doctor Strange it was around the same spot I think mm. 
I think Doctor Strange is like eight or nine or something, maybe. <laughs> I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's fantastic in Infinity War. And him and Downey Jr. together are wonderful. I think they're absolutely No, wonderful. it's like watching a cover band next to the original. <laughs> and they don't use Benedict long enough in Infinity War. No, they don't. So. They definitely needed more of him. But anyway. Yes, yeah, so that was our yeah. movie. Summer movie summer, so far. Summer movie madness. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we go? Like any telly or music or video games? No. No. Ninja Sex Part is good, isn't it? You've talked about that on Station Barrow. Only really a bit smooth talking. But, but you still do. But the whole and everyone knows you good. like Ninja Sex Part. Yeah, I love them so much. I can't stop tweeting about them lately. That's weird. Grow up. <sighs> Sorry. Why are we talking quiet? I don't know. This microphone's not that good. <laughs> yeah, but when I do the noise removal for the buzzing in the background, that'll delete You're all of that. You're buzzing in the background. Hey, shut your bitch ass mouth. Wow. My mate's gone really dry. I need another drink, so it's probably a good time I'm to... Um, I wish I had a beer. ...round it up there. Rich. Stace. Where can people find you on Tinternet if they, if they want to? Uh, Grinder. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Stacey's Palmer on Twitter. At Stacey's Bobtail on Instagram. Uh, you can send me an email, stacysparlour at gmail.com. You can leave me a review on iTunes or on Podchaser, which is a website that you can put... You've got further away from the mic. Which is a website that you can put ratings on and you can rate each individual episode, which means that if you want to rate like Stace and Barry in the morning or Stace, Bob and the Dweebs, but you don't like my show, you can still do that without giving me a negative review overall. <laughs> Stace Bob and the Dweebs get six stars out of five. Okay. I mean, you're on it, so you're a bit biased. No, it's just that good. Oh, okay. I'm not on it. It's someone else with my name. (laughs) And your voice. Yeah. And and your (laughs) mannerisms. On that note, let's get a drink and go. I might have a unicone. I'll get two of mine. Oh, no, I've got cheesecake. You've got cheesecake, though. Excellent. Hey, see you next month, guys. Love ya. Bye. Did I do that? Excellent Urkel impression. Ten points. My new catchphrase. Are you going to do the Urkel? (laughs) Is that it? That's it. (laughs) No one could see that, but I'm keeping it in. (laughs) Bye, guys. That came from Here we go, baby. Now it's oh wow, a guitar solo too, alright.